I just never had a desire to team rope. Yeah. I so ain't nothing against it. I just there's an old guy down there from around, you know, where I live now, and just he ropes out of necessity, you know, and uh, he always got something smart to say about everything. And I was telling him something. We were working some cows. Like, yeah, I was over there roping, roping some steers the other day. He goes, what? Bunch of stuff get out. <laughs> I said, no, nah, man, we was practicing, you know. He's like, oh, uh, whatever, man. He's like, I wrote because we got to get it, you know. Not <laughs> Rodeo time. Got to get her on down the road. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time. Your man, Dale Brisby, Mr. Donnie Ray Daytona. You going to be awake today? Yeah. Somebody, I seen someone comment the other day, Donnie meditates on the, on the podcast. Uh, and then we've also got Mr. Garrison Gobel joining us. It's, it's Gable. Garrison Gable. Gable. Yeah. Why don't you spell it Gable? I don't know. It's, it wasn't your decision. It wasn't my decision. A long time ago when my ancestors got off the boat, that's what they put down on paperwork, I guess. It's kind of like, like Teague. Yeah, they, Teague, get, Texas. they get serious about that over there. Everybody over there says Tig. Tig, t- yeah. All right, don't, well. Don't get it wrong over there either. Well, I just tell them I didn't play Little League. I played Little League. Mm, how's that go over there? I don't, well, there's like nine people there, so it's like, I mean, them talking crap don't really, Okay. you well, know. Like I said, they're pretty passionate about it in that part of the country. No, I would probably call it Tig in my, my, circles just to avoid confrontation. My name has been pronounced wrong so much, I almost just go with it you know doesn't even almost don't even recognize it anymore gable is way easier to say than gobel anyhow yeah i would think but obviously not humble yeah take the h off if you want me to pronounce it humble, humble. or it's humble it's yeah. humble i'm going to i'm entering humble <laughs> I, Texas. Never, I never thought about it that way but yeah that's another one yeah humble but. and humble you got it figured out donnie donnie uh <clears throat> He's like our sound man. Yeah. Video man. I guess. Me and Garrison have been um, ranching and rodeoing together for how long? Man, I would, what did you say? To, well, when did you graduate college? Dude, I think, I think we've been running, I think Kermit walked up to me at that bull riding in 2006. That probably, yeah, that's probably right. That makes about sense because I was trying to think, I lived there till 2009 and snook. So and we we knew each other for several years before I I moved from Snook. So that's probably right. I'd say five two thousand five or six. Dang, that's fifteen years. That's a decade and a yeah. half. Yeah. Where did he go? Where did it all go? But man, Snook, Texas. It's Ten a, years. It's a lot of people. <laughs> My how long's it been? <laughs> nice nice drop in there, Donnie. <laughs> Dude, do you remember like the amount of people that would come there to get on their first? Like, every week somebody was getting on their first bull. Oh, yeah. I think that's where, like, Snook is where I really got labeled as, like, the guy that could help people get on. Right. Yeah, he, it was funny. I was thinking about that the other day when I talked about coming up here. And and another thing that's even funny is, like, to think about the, the people that came through there in that little couple of years that went on to be really successful. Yeah. You know, like, not maybe in just rodeo, but, like, Weston. You know, he yeah. he got cracked out there. Uh, I remember Jacobs coming over and yep. getting on Bronx. <clears throat> Ace Sloan. Yeah, Dale uh, Brisby. Dale Brisby, of course, <laughs> Dale Brisby. I mean, that goes, that goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I remember, like, I remember one day Ace, uh, 
Caleb Schmidt and his brother were all out there practicing calves one day. You want to talk about some good watching. That was three of as good a calf. Did they use the calf lane in the back the most? No, very little, actually. They yeah. usually always came up there because they had those, <laughs> you know, that we just had the panels up there to kind of buck those bulls. And, you know, the panels went, you know, what you know how it was, went about yeah. halfway down that side of the arena. And, uh, I mean, I, I, Ace usually roped in just a big arena when we get done. And, like I said, Caleb wasn't there but one or two times. But that was cool to watch. Dude, I heard, like, back in the day, like in the 70s and 80s, like Leon Coffey and them, like, Snook used to be the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, – I remember Kermit always told me uh, – I think it was Kermit always said, he goes, you could go anywhere before – and snook after Saturday night. You know, they, they, yeah. they'd run slack till, you know, 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. So people would – last place you'd go would be, like, snook slack, snook. you know, that night, Saturday night. And then, like, they always had the big Labor Day roping. I, I mean, I never went to – that was back in the 80s. But yeah. It was like a Labor Day 10-header or something. And, I mean, I think everybody would be there, you know. Yeah. From what I understood. Man, I miss – that. that's one thing I miss about living down there was – how many rodeos there were in such a short like just you oh, could right, every yeah. 20 miles you know you had a yeah in the summertime golly you could yeah the, the amateur rodeos down there which is well this year with you know everything else going on yeah, it wasn't a little different on, but, but yeah i mean you can't go to them all i mean really you yeah know, in, like in time event deal you can you, you can, cannot go to them all i mean with they they try to make slacks and stuff where you can get everywhere, but I mean, I, like some of those guys at rodeo down there, you can make a lot of money, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's can. so many, and I mean, I don't. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you remember whenever there was like, I mean, it might have been early snook, like '07, mm-hmm. and we were, it was like Tuesday night, or it, it was a Tuesday or Thursday, but there'd be a bunch Thursday of Thursday night. And there'd be some girls. We would yeah. all, and we would go to the after snook. We'd we'd buck a few bulls, whatever. They'd all, you know, make yeah, fun right. of me. Yeah, it's probably just a bunch of dudes. No, Dude. <laughs> no it was a time. This was it was on spot. Thursday night. It was fun. Like this there'd be people the just come out and watch. Yeah. Johnny. I mean, they just drink beer and yeah, and like, there'd be like five of us getting on. Uh huh. Bunch of people <clears throat> talking. Yeah, like they might get on one, but yeah, never and then, did. You know, and then we would uh go to the watering mm-hmm. hole mm-hmm. man just this bar just big almost a shotgun style kind of like your dad's bar but then we'd we'd have I mean, one pool table guys ride their motorcycle in the back door yeah there's always yeah. a dog back yeah. there there's a dog little, little in black there. dog what was that dog's name i don't remember but and, i remember uh, the dog always been in there. sounds like a good spot i'd go beat yeah. garrison at pool but i don't know little known fact have you ever shot pool with him much no i've been meaning to because <laughs> i mean i'm like <laughs> Man, what's my record against you, Dale? Like, I don't know. Man, like I, I don't if I, I don't know if I ever got a W, Donnie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I really I'm don't sure think you did. I, I don't know, man, dude. You, when you were when you had plenty of free time and shot lots of pool, you could shoot pool like it. For a guy that doesn't drink and do all that, and hung out in a bar that much, shoot. I've ne- never shot seen anybody shoot pool that good that didn't. Like, just hang out in the bar all the time. Wes yeah. told me he shot pool good, that you shot pool good. And he's like, man, Wes told me, this is how Wes said it. He's like, I shoot pool pretty good. But Dale, he's he's, he's dang good. And I, I shot, ran the table. I mean, he's for real. <laughs> and then I shot pool with Wes, and Wes wasn't no, Wes. <laughs> We were at Billy Bob's waiting to meet uh, some folks at a Can-Am party. And uh, 
man, we. <laughs> I think Wes might have got to hit the ball like once or something. <laughs> I was remember that time. We I was were, a tick better than that, but like yeah. Dale yeah. for real. That's for real. I don't know how his game remember. is these days, but but he used to be pretty sharp. Who was who were we playing with that one time? We beat when uh, we beat Kermit. Kermit got some mad. Oh, that was at a uh, somebody. There was a fourth person. It was Jerry Pierce was there. Was it JP? Yeah. That's who it was. <laughs> Golly, that was a wild look too. It was. We were just having fun thinking, and like, I don't know if like, Kermit was more mad at himself or Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, that's been an ongoing little saga forever. But uh, JP still around there? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, they live in Navasota now, but yeah, but yeah, still around. You know, Raul still hangs around. Yeah, yeah. Ain't a whole lot changed. Got a couple arena now. That's ain't much it. changed since you've been gone, yeah. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really, it hasn't. It really hasn't. But it's it's been cool over there. Golly, yeah, no, I missed that coming back up here to. It was just like the road. I mean, there's rodeos, but they might be 50 miles apart and yeah. a little more sporadic. Right. But yeah, you can go all you want down there. <clears throat> In a normal year, you can go anywhere you want, many times you want. Every now and then, you know, all them days we spend in Snook. <clears throat> With you and Kermit over there turning steers, we would turn. You know, they'd rope a few steers, and then we'd buck a few bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, every now and then, I wished I would have spent some time in a roping box, just because y'all were there. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, you never did rope much over there. No. That one day we would piddle around. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I was just like, if I could catch something, I was just like, oh, yep, doctored calf, yeah, you know, or something yeah. like that. That's how I was. I viewed it because I was like, I knew, I just don't, I don't know. I may pick up one day. I just never had a desire to team rope. Yeah. I ain't nothing against it. I just, there's an old guy down there from around, you know, where I live now. And just, he ropes out of necessity, you know. And uh, he always got something smart to say about everything. I was telling him something. We were working some cattle. I was like, yeah, I was over there roping, roping some steers the other day. He goes, what? Bunch of stuff get out? (laughs) <laughs> i said no nah, man we was practicing you know he's like oh uh, whatever man he's like i wrote because we got to get it you know not <laughs> and i was like well, oh my gosh good point but no no this was this was an organized practice you guys heard it here first but i swear every time i talk call somebody and they say they're roping stairs i'm gonna ask them if they got out <laughs> Yeah, you can keep that one if you want. That's oh funny. my gosh, I'm gonna say it that. It was pretty witty. Time. I'll give him that. It was pretty witty. <laughs> oh. And it made you know, in a, in a way, it made some sense. But you've been roping some lately? Yeah, yeah, I've been practicing a bunch. I haven't been going to many places. Is it because you're you're building horses, or you've been uh, well, getting ready? There's just not a lot to go to. Right, right. You know, so much stuff got canceled. Uh, I kind of had some plans, just amateur rodeo, and yeah. go to the you know the World Series jackpots, do all that stuff, but. So much got canceled. Been going when they have one. And, uh, I've got some. I got a younger horse. Kind of been messing with it a little more. And, you know, just piddling with those horses. And as far as going. your team roping, like, if 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 a hundred percent is your of the hundred percent of your team roping knowledge, what percentage of that do you feel like you learned at Snook with Kermit? Oh, uh, man. <clears throat> I learned, I learned a lot from different people along the way. I went to Kermit's because I was trying to compete and I wasn't, I wasn't beaten. There was guys beating me consistently, and mm-hmm. I thought there's got to be a reason. You know, there's not what I'm, they're doing something I'm not. I was like, I need to, 
if I'm going to do this, I need to do this. And so I went over there, Kermit gave me a place to stay and helped me out. And he taught me the, I think he, the thing he taught the most was how a header can set up a run. How to ride your horse. Well, not so much that as like, well, yes, yes. I mean, how you, how you ride your horse to catch the steer, to set it up for your healer to catch. Yeah. To be as fast as you can to win money. Yeah. You know, he, he, he really has a he, – he did and does have a great knowledge of how to set a run-up with your partner. Yeah. Meaning you heal this way, I head this way, this is what we need to do yeah. for us to be consistent and catch a lot of steers. The more you catch, the more you win. So he taught, he taught me a lot about that. And uh, probably, I don't know, I would say that would be his strength as a roper was his knowledge of how to get out of the barrier, get it on the steer, and handle them in a way that's fast enough, but still consistent enough where your healer's gonna get lots of good throws and, and catch lots of steers, you know. And guys was pretty successful when he yeah. had some good horses for a while and he was one average at the NFR, you know. Not a bad guy to learn something from, you know. We get, we end up talking a lot about um, guys learning different things mm -hmm. and and because i mean obviously i've got i take on interns you know that's why donnie's here we filmed this morning just ranching you were yeah. t teaching nick and uh most of them you know kind of come and go but they're all wanting to learn something and so i always use you as a reference at some point we'll talk about what you did you know there which was you came in and worked for a time you know kermit needed work done and so like there was just an exchange there where you know you were uh <clears throat> you were learning how to rope you were soaking in that knowledge and then in exchange you know he he got some some work mm -hmm. out of you and anyway same kind of situation here like nick's got a place to live and and uh but it just comes down to you know what that person wants and how bad they want it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh but with my my stuff's obviously rough stock, but I don't mind trying to teach them how to throw a loop. But I usually bring somebody like you in. <laughs> well, and then again, like, like I keep saying it, it, it's it's you know there's people that rope so much better than me. You know, like yeah. And one one thing I always tell people, and what I've done, uh, in to get where I am, wherever that is, you know, is. I went around and I was wanting to compete better and compete against the guys who were beating me. And I, I said, well, man, who is the smartest guy that I personally know that I can go? And at the time, it was Kermit. You know, right. I was like, I, I got, I, that's the only guy I know that's been in the NFR. And uh, so I went over there, approached him, and you know, sought out the opportunity. And, and then when that ran its course and I felt like I was ready for the next step, I felt like my horsemanship was holding me back. You know, I needed better horses, need to ride better. So I sought out, uh, and I hung around like the Donnell. They trained a bunch of horses, and they helped me with some stuff. And then I, that, that took me so far, and then I was like, man, I need to learn a little more. And I got fortunate enough to ride a bunch of, like, really good colts from, like, Wichita Ranch, and I hung out with Blue Lavender, and, man, they taught me something. And then I got to a point, and I said, man, I'm still not where I need to be. Never, I mean, we never are, you know. If you're yeah. trying to be good, you're never where you need to be. You're always looking. And uh, and I was like, man, I need some help, some more. And then like, I, 
probably one of the ropiest guys I personally know is Colby Lovell. Mm-hmm. And I was having some trouble with some stuff, missing some steers that I shouldn't, and went over there and hung out with him. And he showed me some things with my swing that helped. And, uh, again, I'm not above asking for help. And if you're going to ask for help, I start at the top of who I know. Right. And get, I mean, no, that that's always been my philosophy on anything. Yeah. You know, if uh, if I want a mechanic, I want the best mechanic there is, you know, that I can find. So anybody that's looking for help, that's where I always say start. Yeah. Start, hey, go through your phone and go, who is the best at what I want right. to learn? That's yeah. probably why I get so many messages. Exactly. You know what I mean? So many messages. I mean, I mean, if y'all know about the flood here, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, welcome to my life. Right. Know? Yeah. Just people calling all day long. See, I don't get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> well, <laughs> you I'm don't put yourself out there. You are very, it's not that I would, I mean, are you like anti-social media, but like you ain't got nothing. No Maybe Facebook, no Instagram. I'm off the grid, son. You're off the grid. Are you still on the flip phone life? No, no. I have you like got an iPhone on. 3. I think. Okay. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. What I do is when my wife wants to upgrade, she gets the new one and I get hers. Yeah. And that's how it works around our house. What, uh, man, you need a little, you need a little bunkhouse for an intern. We, should, we could get you an intern. Who wants to intern for Garrison? Train horses, learn how to rope. I don't know, man. I, what if I just send Nick down there? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, got to start somewhere. Yeah. I wasn't much you, better. You got that trailer. Not Ain't anymore. You got oh, you sold it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. But we do got a little, uh, we're building, building like, well, we didn't build. We got this little portable deal. It's like mm-hmm. a little living quarters deal. Mm-hmm. for like. Uh, so it's in the same place the trailer was. Gotcha. It's a little nicer now. Man, but that's a whole different situation because you're talking about timed event. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't imagine like. Cause I get calls from people that they don't have a horse, they don't have they don't have nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're they it's a lot easier to start <laughs> with bull riding. Yeah, you, you know, know bull rope. Up. You know, if you're gonna right. get an event, bull bull riding's probably the cheapest to get into. And uh, startup costs. Startup costs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You throw hospital bills in there. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well. I cut my toe one time real bad. Cost twenty five hundred. Yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Could drop yeah. in, Donnie. You're telling Donnie. <laughs> well, I about tore this finger off, and realistically, it was only a bad cut. Yeah. It cost me almost ten grand in hospital. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, blue boy, Trimble, uh, set back on him. He oh, was really? Trying to yeah. untie a knot. Yeah, it got in it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was a bad deal. At least you still got it. Yeah. yeah. He, there's times he acts like he wished he hadn't had it. Well, now that it's back kind of a good thing I kept it. But. There for a little bit, he was, he was like, man, I wish they'd have just cut it off. <laughs> man, they gave me 10. I figured they had a use for all of them, so I want to keep them all, you know. Yeah. It's got to be better with them than without. Well, I, at first I couldn't feel it. Like it was yeah, just no. there. Dude, I just went real deep with what you said. They gave you 10. He's talking about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He's going like Trinity. He's talking about rather than – man, I was like – you're getting deep on us over here. Getting philosophical. Uh, yeah, don't 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 mistake me for being intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> what did you usually say? Don't let these raggedy clothes yeah, fool you. Don't let these raggedy clothes fool you. <laughs> you ain't got raggedy clothes today. I know. I know. That's went, a nice shirt. I went through my clothes and the only stuff I had that was clean had holes all in it. I figured you know, want to look my best. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be on film. <laughs> yeah. Man, I uh, even shaved. Which is we were telling odd. a story the other day. Uh, I remember when Jake. Barnes got hurt 
and the finals, you mean? Right before the final. Oh, when you fell, yeah. Yeah, so the and fell. then uh, junior, and so it bumped JoJo up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you remember watching that finals, though, when oh, it was yeah. JoJo and junior? Because I was, I was talking to – junior told me a story about it the other day. And uh, so, like, they were setting a record nine rounds in. Yeah. Like, they were, they were like, wolfing it on everything. Right, right. Doing, you know, he was leaning back, doing his deal. JoJo was smoking yeah. them. Throwing you know? as far as he can throw it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I think – what was he roping with? It was like a 60-foot rope or something. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like <laughs> – <laughs> That <laughs> arena's not even very long. It felt yeah. like he was – rope was long with the arena. And, uh, yeah, he had two ropes tied together. <laughs> How how long are, is a normal head rope? I think most of them are like 31 Th- or 32. 32, foot yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he had 64 foot is what he would have been roping with. Anyway. I don't, I don't feel like it was that, that long, but. Probably. But uh, <laughs> going in 10th round, like, all he had to do is catch. Right. Junior's world champion. Yeah. And, but if they smoked it on him, they're both world champions. Right. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of am trying to remember that scenario. <laughs> JoJo came in, he was like, what do you want to do? And uh, Junior said, "Let's go for it." Yeah. And he missed. Uh, JoJo missed him. Yeah, I remember they had no time. I couldn't remember what happened, but, but I remember speaking. I of thought JoJo, that was bad to the bone. Oh yeah, you don't get there. I thought that was cool that that Junior would say that. Well, Donnie Donnie always said he thought it was cool that JoJo would even ask. Yeah. Sure. I mean, <laughs> you know that that's. But I'm just intrigued because you're a team roper. Yeah. Like, I don't ever, you know, of course, that's a unique situation. Right. You're talking right. about, you know, but. Yeah. Um, like another uh, a little side note. I remember this has been a long time ago, but the first time I I'd maybe heard of JoJo Lamont and uh, Kermit, if you remember, had a bunch of roping calves. Yeah. And uh, your dad was putting on some rodeos still. Yep. And we did, uh, it was Paducah. Yeah. And uh, so I hauled the calves up there. And, you know, we, we all went up there, and it was fun. We had a good time. And when they yeah. had a jackpot that next morning, and I was like, I, I hadn't been nowhere. I was nobody. You know, I was just kind of up there hanging out. But I brought my horse to rope, and I entered the rodeo. I don't even remember who I entered with. but and uh, Wendell, didn't you? No. Nah, did you rope with Wendell? No, it was some other guy that maybe picked up. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's a young guy. Anyhow, but uh, I was like, well, let's see what these guys are doing up here in West Texas, you know. And I was like, JoJo comes out of the first team, and he was just riding. Did off. you know who he was? I mean, I'd heard of him, but I yeah. was like, I didn't really know. And uh, like I said, I was just pretty green to the whole deal. That hadn't been very far from the house. And I mean, he gets about a little bit past the box and throws his rope and snaps it on horns and turns one. I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. What am I doing up here? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> serious, this man. is West Texas. <laughs> I was like, Lord, and I mean, he did it all day long. I don't know, one, one first, yeah. second roping. Uh, I mean, like, like Josh yeah. Patton was there. I mean, all the guys from that area that right. roped really good, the open guys, and I was like, back yeah. to the drawing I remember, board. I, got I remember some stuff to work being on like here. A, a kid, you know, and I was going. I would go to, you know, we. My dad was mainly rough stock like he rode bronx and then he picked up mm-hmm. but he was a really good header like he was very yeah, I remember consistent he'd, he'd, he'd rope at kermit's and stuff so I remember and that. he wouldn't go to team ropings like i mean yeah. he wouldn't go to rodeos yeah. because we were we, if we went we were doing something on the mm-hmm. other end of the arena but like <clears throat> there'd be like 
because he was an ag teacher, he'd go to them ag teacher ropings or whatever. Right. And and I just remember he was very consistent. And and so, uh, one one roping I remember going, and he you know he turned like six or seven, and he caught all of them. And as a little kid, I thought that was just amazing. I was mm-hmm. like, he never misses. You know, <laughs> my, he's never missed in my right, life. Right, you know, right. is what I'm. Talking. And so, anyways, I remember I was at a um, at a roping when I was a kid, and. Uh, he he told he called me over there. He was like, "Hey, come over here." And he was like, "Watch, you need to watch this guy." And he was like, and it was JoJo, and it was like the first time. And I I didn't know a lot about team roping, but I'd watched my dad and I'd watched seen it at the rodeos, and I knew that he was like at an uncomfortable distance away from this steer, whenever yeah. he woofed it yeah, on he, it. He got us something more special when he threw He got us something more special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he freaking, he got to the end. I felt like the fluffy of that rope was on, the, you know, right yeah, at his thumb, you know, yeah, when yeah. he got his dowel. And, and it doesn't slop on the horns either. <laughs> it just whoop. But I remember, Sharp. I think it was Brownfield, Texas. Like, I can picture it. Yeah, I mean, but it was, was like. I think he was king up there around there. What were those TC? TCRAs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he beat everybody up there. You yeah. Know? But anyway, I just, I didn't know. To me, it's so such another level of challenge because when you're on the, in a rough stock or really any other event besides i mean it's all you mm-hmm. it starts with you it ends with you right and even if you want to blame it on the stock that's fine but you ain't gonna get nowhere because at the end mm-hmm. of the day like just go to the next rodeo and draw a good one there right. but it's on you mm-hmm. and team roping golly you could do everything right and yeah. it ain't you no, I mean All the it, time. It, it, it doesn't. That is, it is a. It, but you know, everything goes round. You know, there's times when your partner's not making any mistakes, and then you keep breaking the barrier. You know, so it, it all right. it, it goes. It's two way street. You know, but but what what's tough to me is like, when do you get a new partner? Well, I don't know. I get a partner whenever I can find one. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I don't have my phone's not ringing off the hook. So uh, I try to rope with. You know the best guy I can get again you know and then the the guys that rope the best you know you, the guys that rope the best get the best partners and then once you get better partners that guy messes up less you know and then yeah. you win more and you know that's why you know then you got to ride that momentum wave. yeah you know that's why you get those teams that rope and just beat everybody for years they get they get for whatever reason if it's my head horses and your heel horses everything's clicking and and we're both working at it the same, you know. We're both practicing hard and got the same mindset. Then those guys get on rolls, and and then for whatever reason, maybe my head horse goes down, and the horse I'm riding now doesn't give you the same go. And man, you start roping legs, and you're like, you know what, this, you know, I, I mean, I like I said, I just hang around the house, but the guys that do it for a living, I mean, I think that. You know, it's a financial deal for them. You know, I mean, it's about winning dollars, you know, to stay going. Yeah. So I think as long as they're making money, they'll put up with a lot of stuff, you know. Man, the tough – and then you got to add this element of, like, like you got a bad to the bone. Like, for instance, in Snook, mm-hmm. you know, you had Fridge. Mm-hmm. He bad to the bone, big white horse, and, you, you know, go out there and turn left. But then all of a sudden, like, well, how does he take a smaller arena? Yeah. How does he take yeah. a bigger arena? How does he take after driving six hours? Yeah. And then, you know, then the climate changes. Does yeah. he like the cold? Because, like, we got to just ride. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that, that horse or bull may have a different day 
because of the same thing, but we ain't got no control of Like, right. that's what we drew. Right, right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, like, you guys got to have – you almost got to have three different horses. Yeah. Or at least, lot, like – I guess a lot of people do, you know, <laughs> that really – I mean, I – you know, but even then, even the top guys, they only get them great ones now and then. Yeah. That, that one, you know, like, you know, just looking back, like, Charles Pogue had Scooter, you know, this is going back yeah. a ways. But then, and when you get that one of them, you can't beat that guy. You know, when Speed won all this stuff, he had them two horses. You couldn't beat him, you know. Uh, when Rich had that horse. So, yeah, you, I mean, I guess those guys have different ones. I don't really know. I mean, like I said, I ain't. I what got did, two kids and I hang around the house, you know. But Speaking of horses, what did Caleb ever do with uh, Bonsai? You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I remember, uh, remember he rode him and stuff. I think his brother has it, to be yeah. honest with you. I, but I, I, that I was a cool say, horse. Couldn't say for sure. Yeah, that was an athlete. Yeah, I had a, when I, I first moved up here and I was doctoring yearlings. I needed one more horse because it was Ball and Boone. Yeah, he came from Conley. Though. Yeah, so and so I called yeah. Garrison and they hooked me up with Bonsai, and uh, he called him Bonsai because he Conley and them called him Little Woody because Woody had gone to uh, who owned Woody? Patrick Smith had bought Patrick him. Smith. Anyways, super athletic horse. And so, man, I just remember I'd be out there, Dr. Yearlings, and he was the one, because every now and then I'd get mad at a year, you know, I'd bust the snot out of one, you know, hanging on him, go left. And I did that one or two times, and then I felt him like, I go to rope something, I felt his shoulder drop, and I was like, oh. I'm gonna mess this horse up. <laughs> like I realized, like how much he was listening to me, you yeah. know. And he was, he was where I really started to, cause I knew one day he was gonna go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, he ain't gonna stay a ranching horse. It was just too much athlete, too much horse. And so I wanted him to. Anyway, I started really paying attention, and instead of just having fun out there, I was yeah. like, I need to ride this horse. Yeah. But realized you can, you can maybe make a little money on one. You know, that was one of them horses. I knew I wasn't gonna keep and make a little money on. Them. I was going to make some money anyway, and I didn't make a whole lot, but um, no, I was just curious. Yeah, what I, about, I don't really know exactly. I think his brother had him, but I'm not sure. I, I couldn't, couldn't swear to it. You know me this long. What stands out? What's some sort of story that stands out from, like, back in the day with me? Well, uh... Man, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's there's so many of them. Um, do you remember the time I saved your life when you wanted to get on a bull? No. You know, man, that's that's what sad. You that's sad. Which one? You wanted to get on a bull because you were going somewhere, and it was one of those black bulls at Kermit's, and nobody was around. Uh, was it? There was two black bulls, wasn't it? Was it Roy? Roy was the bad dude. Yeah, and then there was another one that bucked pretty good, but he wasn't quite as bad, right? And then there was overdraft. That was overdraft. That I remember the paint. When he when he bought him, he overdrafted his account. <laughs> I didn't say that, Kermit. <laughs> hey, Kermit tells everybody that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's this better get a man's finances out there. Yeah. <laughs> he used to, he my used wallet, to tell my everybody. wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, you wanted to get on a bull, and nobody was around. And I was like, dude, I, I'll crack clacks, but I'm like, you got to promise me you ain't getting no bind because like, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't fighting no bull. Well, keep, t- <laughs> keep telling the story because I really don't remember. Don't remember I do not remember. All right, so you remember how there was the two chutes, you know, like two chutes next to the yep. roping box. Yep. And there was out gate, and then there was two chutes kind of on an angle. Right. 
and you always buck that bull out of one of those. Okay. And uh, so I, but I, I cracked the latch. I was cracking the latch. I flanked him, cracked the latch, pulled your rope. I mean, it was just me and you. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I cracked the latch. You rode him, and like when you got off, you didn't get hung up, like, in the rope, but but something something you got fouled somehow. Uh huh. And that bull came to hook you, and I was like, you. <laughs> I, you told me you weren't gonna get in the back, <laughs> and uh, so that bull. If you remember, it was those cables, like yeah, 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 that yeah, went yeah. down like along the bleachers, and that bull was coming at you. And I, you know, I was fairly young and still pretty athletic. I said, I, I, I'm gonna give him one pass. One pass. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one. Pass. I'm gonna give you one shot. <laughs> and I mean, and it was pretty close to that fence. So I, I mean, you know, this is all happening fast, but you do things slow down in your mind i'm thinking all right i'm gonna kind of swipe by this bull and i'm gonna be like a squirrel on the fence like <laughs> right now and i did and i just happened i slapped that bull in his left eye and right after i slapped him i'm clinging to the fence and he comes hooking at me and you you ducked away and got away clean nothing i wonder but, catfish john uh black I, muley I, yeah it was black yeah, muley. Yeah. that because we would buck him on that side yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet it was catfish. And, it, and he came to hooking at you, and I was like, and it, so I saved your life one time. Man, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was my only I remember fighting now, experience. I remember not, it now because I remember you telling the story after yeah, talking about like, Yeah, I still, I think that's why I, you, you, you give me some free caps every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you got on a bull once. Once. Yep. Once. After I got Remember, tired of y'all telling me about how good I was going to be at it, which I knew was just bait, you know. Do you remember them uh, A&M football players? Yeah. Remember that time they came out, got yeah, on a bull? Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Freeney. I can't. We remember stayed his good name, buddies. Paul Freeney. Was that a name? I and do then, remember uh, that. I do remember and then there was a, a defense, a defensive back yeah, that was like a real athletic kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul was a D lineman. And he had made, he had he had in, yeah dude got on a bull. What was the other guy's name? And it was on freaking YouTube too. And then the other guy he didn't get on a bull, but he was a D back had long hair, mm-hmm. and he was freaking good. Yeah, I don't I know if he went name, and played pro ball, but like good good. I know exactly. Paul ended up like raising dogs, like uh, like uh, cop dogs. They were like attack dogs. Oh. Like he'd sell them like for real. Like he would just anyway. Because I still follow him on Instagram. I ain't going to his house. No. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like, he'd stick some dogs on him, and, like, he'd wear the big suit, the big, you know? The big hazmat yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then who else did we put on there first? Remember we did that uh, Remember we did that uh, BBC America show? Right, yeah. Richard Hammonds yeah. came and fought that yeah. bull and almost got r- killed by overdraft. Yeah. Because we were like, no, this bull ain't hooky at all. And, like, this dude's, like, little frail British guy, you know? <laughs> Um, an overdraft, just the one time he decides to come after somebody that's on national television yeah. with Richard Hammonds. We put a bunch of people on their first bull out there. We, th- we thought about, matter of fact, I thought about starting a show called it on for now in Winnebago, though, not Snook, called Bucket List Bull Riding. Oh, Somebody cool. get on there. Cole Wetzel messaged me. Yeah. He wants to get on one one day. Huh. And so, anyway. Well. <clears throat> What power to him? I did it once. What else? What else? What, what like? What do you? What do you? What do you? 
remember most about me just like as a mindset like what was it about me that was funny tell me how great i was no 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, no 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 okay i'm here, not talking here, about here, that give me I'm the piece of paper like, and i'll read it <laughs> i'm talking about like no i'm talking about something funny that that like you would watch me and it was just like uh, just something like unusual that like maybe i wouldn't describe something i wouldn't brag about okay, okay. hmm when i'm trying to think of I mean, you, 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 you're a quirky dude. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody knows <laughs> to say that. the least. Uh, uh, I remember one thing that you got me with it a few times. Used to be your go-to <laughs> was when you do the dollar bill thing. <laughs> I used I to hate that. that. God, I don't hate that. With Donnie, man, we'd go to the we'd go to the chicken and get a burger all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, whatever, I mean. For whatever, I mean, it'll be Monday night, whenever. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And uh, we went to the chicken a lot. And we'd shoot pool and get a burger and Tijuana fries. Golly, and drink beer. But hell, I'd, I'd have me a, you know, I'd have me a cooler light or whatever. But man, we'd shoot a little game of pool or something, and I'd go get a beer or drink or something. And <laughs> I'd be walking back, and he'd do it all the time. And I got so mad at myself for falling for it. <laughs> He'd have the, the dollar bill on like the fishing string. <laughs> he used to aggravate me, and I'd be like, I'd be debobbing through there. I mean, broke as the Ten Commandments, you know. So, uh, so I'd be like, dollar, and I, I mean, he would wait till you got right to it. He'd snatch it, and he'd be over there laughing. And I was like, fell for it again. Fell for it again. Oh I my god. I remember one time, like, did it way, and I fell for it way too many did times. Did you ever like think while you're grabbing it, like, ah, oh, but this is failed? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm so mad at myself for not. One time, I, for I not just doing, had it, not being smarter. Than I just that. had it rolled up in my wallet. Uh -huh. So just like I random time, you know, I'd do it to people I didn't know, class, you know, whatever. I'd, I'd be in the hallway, I'd snatch it and get to the <laughs> <laughs> No cameras. This is. Purely for yeah, mine, Jordan. That was his go-to, like, man. No camera. It was his go-to. So, like, he came in the chicken. I'm in a table in the back. <clears throat> and, like, he was going to walk up to the table. And then on the other side of the table, I was sitting there. So, like, I had a, I had the balls racked. I'd gotten there just before him, enough time to set it all up, you know. And and I got, I got his stick waiting. And I'm, like, 10 feet on the other side of the table, like, on my phone, acting like I can't. I don't even notice him coming up, and I see him bend up, and I got the the string running that that ten feet, and then under the table yeah. between the legs. Yeah. So like, there's just no way he thought it was connected to me. <laughs> Classic. And I mean, like, I see his head disappear, and about that time, <laughs> I think he had it in his hand, <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, <laughs> I'm over there like this, and I was just so disappointed in myself. God got me again, man. He <laughs> got me again. <laughs> And he then he beat me like six games in a row at pool. And I was like, this is, I feel like a loser, Throwing man. salt on him. You, you had remember? to learn that somewhere. You didn't just think of that. Yeah, so we were at stock shows, and I got, we were at Houston. I was a kid, and some other kids got me with it. And I remember being like, never again. So disappointed. Yeah. I'll be on the other yeah, end. Exactly. <laughs> never again will I be on the, on the, on the Gotta, string end. Yeah, if I had to do it over again, I would walk up and step on both sides of the dollar That's bill it. first. <laughs> yeah. But no, 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 I didn't do that at the time. You remember, uh, speaking of the chicken, you remember when uh, Big Tex lived with me? Oh. Big Cat. Clark. Yeah, the resting rhino. The resting rhino. <laughs> yes, I do. He was my center growing up. Uh -huh. Like we're in my senior year in football, he was my center. 6'6". Six, six. Big guy. 
like 340. Yeah. Big. He's and, all there. And deaf. Yeah. Which is irrelevant, except for, <laughs> like in this scenario, he didn't. He didn't. He he didn't know what was. He didn't know this guy was trying to <clears throat> get tough with me. Anyways, like, cause remember, were you there whenever I was playing pool with a, a broomstick? I mean, you've done it before. I, I can't keep keep talking. Anyways, about it. I, we were I playing pool. Doing it. I mean, you played with your stick backwards was, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was in the bathroom. Clark was, and uh, uh, a guy working there came up and was getting mad, like, cause there wasn't an extra pool stick or something. I was like playing with this pool cue with this with this broomstick and just jacking around. And I was playing somebody, anyways. And this guy, he he came by and he was like working there and like acting tough for no reason. Like I ain't hurting nobody. I'm not scratching the felt, you know. And uh, he come up and he was and and I was kind of like talked back to him about it. I was like, what 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 am I hurting, man? What am I hurting? And he kind of like bowed his chest up just a little, and uh, and I was like, I don't understand what the big problem is. And then the, about the moment I got kind of like, I mean, what what you gonna do about it anyway, or something like that? <laughs> and this fool just like went soft, like shoulders came down. He was like, you know what, man, just whatever do whatever turn around walked off i was like that's right you know what i'm saying and i was like kind of poked my chest out i was like you dang right and i turned around and clark was standing there he had walked up behind me and he, did, he was like what's going on yeah. and i turned around and i was like oh okay yeah. maybe i'm not so big and bad my six foot six bodyguard yeah. walked up behind me another another clark story remember um kind of after i left snook i moved that place in shelby and that you know i was kind of redoing that house and stuff and y'all came and hung out one weekend and kind of helped me you know we was putting that barn wood up and stuff and yeah clark was gonna cook you remember that no i don't and i had like one of them weber grills you know so like you know just the, the lid you took yeah, off yeah, yeah. and i had like I don't know, a bunch of deer sausage or something and i was like we were working i was like clark you go ahead and get a fire going and cook that sausage you know i was like i got some like oak or some good some good firewood over you yeah. know like good barbecue wood over there and uh you know it was like old barnwood pine is what you know and i had a pile of like all the little old end pieces and uh i come out there and clark's looked like the mad scientist he got him some lighter fluid and just <laughs> flame it up and it's all that old rotten pine wood and stuff and i'm like i don't know this is gonna taste so good but i was like clark's just dousing that fire and his flames would shoot up and i was like I ain't gonna say nothing to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna make a sausage wrap and be done with yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. The, the resting rhino. Yeah, it's kind of like that Todd Snyder story. Trog. He talks about Trog was six foot four, two hundred and eighty pounds, and I go over there and everybody's laughing at his stories, and they're not really funny stories. But oh, he's six foot four, two hundred eighty pounds. He said, he said Luke and Bach. They called me, and it's like you want to come play on Saturday night? So I put the phone down, check with Trog. He said it was all right. So we went <laughs> We're standing there watching whatever Trog wants to watch on TV. <laughs> with Clark. Yeah. Golly. It was always my, my subtitles on my, on my, my TV were delayed. <laughs> yeah, We'd all funny. laugh. And then about five, six seconds later, Clark, laugh. Clark would laugh. And, yeah. <laughs> That was my best friend growing up, man. Yeah, I remember there's a picture somewhere. 
of maybe you and him at like kindergarten. Yeah. Which I was a little laughing. Little, like you know, whatever. You probably had a Care Bears backpack on or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you remember what I'm talking about? I think and so. And he is like this much taller than you. Yes. Even at five years old. Oh, you know? dude. Man, we were. Yeah, and we lived like where down is, the uh, where street. Is Clark? Where is Where's he at? Memphis. Memphis. Works in Memphis. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He, uh, their family got a ranch. Mm-hmm. He runs some cows up there. Really? Yeah. Good friend. Yeah. Him and his brother run some cows on family ranch. Perfect. Yeah, dude. He's, guy, he's funny. He came down there and went to, uh, <laughs> he went to, <laughs> what, he, he did, he went to school at Blend. But anyway, he, uh, uh, <clears throat> is that Clark? <laughs> Why aren't you in class? <laughs> He said, oh, I fired my teacher. <laughs> he dropped a class. He said, I fired my teacher. I do remember that. I remember that. Uh, that was a good one. No, I thought you were going to say something whenever I was asking you about just what the way I act. I thought you were going to say something about girls, me and my women problems and you all did that. Have, you did have a few here and there, but, you know, you uh, – you came out of that all right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you know, the things work out like they're supposed to work out. Yeah. God, no man. need, no need to get too there deep was one, into There was one girl the I was, I was talking, business. talking to and it was kind of rocky and whatever. And, uh, we were kind of trying to figure some stuff out, whatever. And Garrison was messing with me. He was like, uh, uh, <clears throat> so y'all together. And I was like, oh, I, no, not really. And he was like, oh, well, you mind if I call it then? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. And he was like, oh, okay. So, so I guess y'all together so then. So. And I was, like, I was like, yeah, we are. Okay, yeah. stay yeah. away from it. Yeah, that's my always <laughs> idea. They want to play it cool. And I'm like, well, I'm going to ask you out then. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Yeah, I was I like, mean. Well, don't be trying to play it cool. You like a girl, you like a girl, man. <laughs> Give me that mess. It's complicated, Garrison. <laughs> I like her. She don't like me back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember you'll, you'll get that sometimes. Yeah. I remember that one time we were riding through the pasture. You said something like, uh, uh, what'd you say? Uh, how, I think you, it was the one you were asking me, like, well, what this girl's doing this, and I'm doing that. What should I be doing? And I was like, well, I would probably do this. And then I told you, I was like, Hey, but my advice to you would be don't take my advice. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> what you did. I was like, yeah. I, I don't always make the right choices you in gave these me, situations. You gave me you know? some advice, and then you were you kind of you, maybe you heard yourself or something in it. You made you say Man, like, don't do that. I, put, <laughs> I put a disclaimer on it. it was but, like, but but thanks yeah. yourself. That's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm out on that. God, that was funny. But it was oh, pretty man. true. I think I think in hindsight, the right advice was to not listen to my advice. So, <laughs> kind of covered my basis. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was right. Either I'm gonna which answer way. the question, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be right either way. Yeah. If it works, I told you so. And if it didn't, hey man, I told you it might not work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. What we usually end with life advice. Life advice for the audience. Well, you mean it like, could be like just your mantra it can be your life it could be something that relates to like our time at snook it can be just funny whatever it is yeah yeah uh well we talked about a little bit last night like the one thing i wish people would like i talked about i'm getting a little tired of and i'm getting a little old and getting a little grouchy you know but i'm again like i said there's no job beneath me you know, yeah. I wish people had a little more of that attitude. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that's a pretty good way to live your life. 
uh, it's what I try to do. I don't. I ain't saying I'm perfect or do it right, but whatever the task is, do that task to the best of your ability, despite if you feel you're above it or below it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to the Brandon and you're just the vaccine man all day, be the best. You know, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Don't just sit over there and pout because you're not getting a rope. Yeah. You know, rope or flank. You know, but just, just do what you're supposed. To, whatever can get the deal done, let's do that. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I try to to approach things that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, that I think I think if you live that way, you're gonna when you go when you finish your day up, you'll at least be happy. You yeah. know, you're like, hey. All I could do today was, you know, if it go like in my house, if it goes to raining or something, and I can't ride, I might go through my tack room. Yeah. You know, I might, and I mean, I try to better my situation every single day. If it's just like we talked about, it's not a home run. It's just a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, and those things add up. So that is how I try to live in my personal and business. You know, I got two kids. I try to try to be you know make a point to be home and, and do that and if my job is to watch the kids while the wife got to go somewhere well then do a good job doing that you know yeah. don't just sit there and pout because you're not getting to enter the rodeo you know look at it as an opportunity to spend time with your little kids you know yeah. try to like i said try to take that situation and improve it and make it as good as possible right you know? and i think i think if you do that you at least can be happy with yourself in the, the day you know right it may not be the, the ultimate outcome but you know whatever the, the goal is the task is for that day try to make that task as good as you can yeah and uh, that's what i try to do that's my my little philosophy on, on things what you got donnie man uh listening to you guys talk about snook like it made me like kind of feel like like think about my times when i hadn't college and like it seems like a lot of people no matter where they're at in their life they're always looking forward to the next step oh when i get here like yeah. i'm i'm gonna be happy or when i get this done i am be happy and i really come to realize like ain't nothing gonna make you happy you gotta make your own happiness you know what i mean like be realize where you're at and make the best of each situation and learn in those times Dude, I was thinking about that same thing last night because I, I caught myself because I remember back then thinking that. Yeah. You know, I had. It's hard not to think like that sometimes. Benny, Benny Patrick, he was a bullfighting instructor. He told me in Fort Scott, Kansas, it was snowing. I was at a rodeo school in 2000, 2006, and he said, "It's all. It's it's not about the destination. It's about the journey." Mm-hmm. And so I just I remember taking note of that. You know. And uh, kind of like on the office, you know, I wish it. I wish that there was a way to know you're in the good old days when you're in the good old days, yeah. you know. And so, like, I've I've tried to take note of each stage of my life, but I caught myself even these last couple of months, you know, because we're getting ready for something yeah. coming, you know, next week, and uh, everything's been about next week. Yeah. Even your bronc riding. Yeah. But like, we got to slow down because when we're all hanging out on the back of the shoots. And it's me and you and Leroy, and you're getting on a bronc, and maybe I get on something. Corey Pippen's there. Girls are there. Everybody's there. Like those are gonna be times that's that you think about. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's gonna be. <clears throat> it's awesome when you also 
we'll get to add in the the going to a rodeo but it's so easy like once you start going to rodeos you're gonna be thinking about okay now i can't wait till i get to go to these ami finals Mm -hmm. then you're gonna be thinking about now i can't wait to transition to pro rodeos right circuit finals nfr and if you're not careful each stage like just exactly what you just said you'll get to where it's all about the next thing you know kind of reminds me like one of my favorite songs is the live and fly <laughs> town van zant that one part is he says where you've been is good and gone all you're left with is the getting there meaning whatever you went to is irrelevant yeah what you're going to remember is the steps yeah along the way in retrospect you know yeah. i think that's pretty good i think it's about what we're all saying same thing man I, I heard this I heard the saddest mindset i heard a guy the other day he was like yeah i did got this this and this going and now if i could just get my kids graduated high school yeah. it, it like hurt me yeah. i was like because these kids are like one of them might have been in junior go. high the other one's right. in elementary lots, school lots of cool stuff to go i was like dang man yeah, that would be uh, terrible yeah. you know no, like they have that thought process golly yeah. these are i love kids like that would have been man to have that mindset you know yeah. would just be not soaking it up whatever but i think he was thinking just financially and he may have not meant it the way he right, said it right, i don't right. know but if he did mean it the way he said it no <clears throat> i would say my life advice kind of what we talked about last night you talked about like anybody that's great at something got there from focusing on that one thing mm-hmm. you know not everybody was born as great at something as i was sure you know what i'm saying where i can do other things it's frustrating it's frustrating i'm sure dude I, I can't imagine how frustrating it is for yeah. you guys to have to work that hard at something to be almost that good to be second <laughs> yeah you know yeah, what i mean to, to that's what that's what i tell these these bull riders like go ahead and get it wrapped around <laughs> your mind like best you're ever gonna be second period <laughs> so that's my advice focus on it so that you can be at least second yeah so and then tell me what that's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us this episode of the old sun podcast is that what we're going with hey it's your show man you can call whatever you want Cause we got. I wanted to call there's Donnie. The, there's, the, there's the deal, Donnie. What do you want to call it? I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to call it the Donnie Daytona Podcast Extravaganza, but you voted against that. That's what Donnie's go-to was. <laughs> Donnie says, "I don't give a shit." Donnie, yeah. you want to go? You want to go with me to pick up this feed? I don't give a shit. So yesterday they were like, I was like, "Can I tell Donnie that? Can I? Can I ask him before if we're gonna get on? If if he'll get on this bull?" And they were like, well, no, let's let's film it. Let's film you having the conversation with him. I said, it's not going to be that interesting of a response. <laughs> and they were like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I said, 90% of the time he says, I don't give a sh-, you know. Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, well, I guess you could tell him. So I turned around, and he's like 30 feet away in the, in the parking lot at the barn. And I was like, hey, Donnie, you want to get on Rickle? I don't give a shit. <laughs> and they all just died laughing. You need to start, like, breaking him of that and be like, you want to do this? I don't care. You want to do that? I don't care. Want to give him 50 bucks? I don't. No. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of throw one of them in there now and then. I mean. Get, get him paying attention. I don't want that. I don't want. I don't give it just to be a reflex response. I want you to think about it. Yeah. Let's, think let's, about what he's saying. Let's talk about Donnie, though, because okay. I think you would appreciate this about him because a lot of girls get very confused, like, where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm saying that, like, I think you're the same. You and him are very similar. Like, a girl asks you, 
where you want to eat. I don't give a shit. You literally don't. No. Or they ask you anything, and you let's, tell them. Let's just go on with this. I am married. <laughs> Before you talk about me going out on to eat with or I'm talking about her. She could ask you. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But, like, that's what you mean. Donnie says something like, that's what he means. Donnie comes in and sits down and doesn't say anything to her. Don't mean he's not. He's mad at her. He's just not talking. Where, like, girls just don't understand that. It take, How long does it take a girl to wrap her mind around Donnie know. Daytona? I don't know. If you they, explain you better than me. I don't know do if they it. ever really do, I guess. Some of them might kind of figure out that, like, he, he's not going to give him that much of a reaction. But there's some of them that, like, they take it, like, personal. My my brother's best friend's wife now, she, like, just could not figure it out. Like, she just thought I was always mad at her or something. Like, because I, I – first of all, I, did, I, I didn't really care to talk to her anyways, but I wasn't mad at <laughs> so her. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got to the point where – Sweet I, girl. But just don't care. It got to the point where I didn't care to talk to her because she just kept being like, why are you mad at me? Like, why, like what's your problem? I'm like, there's nothing's wrong with me. This is just how I am. Like, yeah. you got to let me go. Like, leave me alone because you're pushing it too far. It got to the point where it was like she just yeah. kept like – and <clears throat> that was one of the extremes, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's just like – I don't know. I'm trying to – I I talk a lot more, so I don't run into these same no, situations. No, not, not, not a, typically a weakness of yours. Yeah. But you guys have a lot of similarities in that fact. Right. Like, if you say something, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but I, none come to mind. Well, I, I'm, if I say I don't care, that means I don't care. Yeah. But if I say I want that, no, I I, I want that. Yeah, like, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not wishy washy. I'm like I'm like I either do not care, or I'm pretty specific about. Yeah. Like no, I wanted that. You know. I, say what you mean, mean what you say. Try to. That's the last piece of advice we can give you. But I don't. Okay, kids. Pow pow and on to the next one. Wholesome podcast number 44. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, we'd also like to thank Rock and Roll Denim, Reflex Denim, Vintage 46 is what I'm wearing. And um, give the flex the mobility you need when you're ranching. You ever tried it? No, sir. I do not have a pair of those. I'll send you home with some. All right. I like that. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Garrison. Yes, sir. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>